Good evening and welcome to Mystery, Murder, and Mayhem. Before we get started on tonight's episode, I just want to say that I am so excited because today was the very first day of the Alex Murdaugh murder trial and we've been waiting for that forever, but anyway, he stands accused of murdering his wife Maggie and his son Paul. Now at this point, there's not a whole lot to tell you, but you can bet that I'm keeping close tabs on it and I'll be giving updates each evening if there's anything major to talk about so if that's something that you're interested in i recommend turning on notifications for this podcast wherever you listen to it at okay so last week we talked about the murder of a young woman named mary ashford the man she was last seen with at a dance and in the wee hours after that dance abraham thornton was arrested and taken to trial on charges of her murder twice, but was acquitted in both trials. And as I mentioned last Monday, there's a more modern murder case that has a lot of similarities to it, and that's what I'm going to be talking about tonight. Hundred and fifty-seven years after the murder of Mary Ashford, a young woman named Barbara Forrest was found raped and strangled on May 27, 1974, in Pipe Hayes Park. Now, does that date sound familiar? Her body wouldn't be found until June the 4th, and where it was found was less than 500 yards from her home, and even closer to where she worked at Pipe Hayes Children's Home. Barbara was only 20 years old, the same age as Mary. Now, let me stop here for a second and say that last week, I mistakenly said that the murders took place on two different continents, but that was inaccurate, so I apologize for that. I do make mistakes. Now, Barbara's murder caused a lot of public outrage. She was this very clean-cut young woman who was a devout Christian, and she attended St. Mark's Lutheran Church, where she was the national secretary for the church's youth group. I mean, how could anybody do this to her, they must have thought. It had been a bank holiday, Whit Monday, so she and her boyfriend, Simon Belcher, had spent the evening first at an evening service at St. Mark's, where Simon's father was the pastor, and then later they went um, out dancing at several pubs, And they danced the night away. Well, around 1 a.m., Simon walked Barbara to a Colmore Circus bus stop so that she could catch bus number 67, but she never made it home. After her body was found, more than 100 investigators worked the case trying to find her killer. Bus passengers from bus 67 were interviewed, but no one had been, or no one that had been on the bus remembered ever seeing Barbara. They went from house to house questioning the residents if they had seen or heard anything that night. And posters were plastered all over the area. And they even staged a reenactment of the events of that night. Well, there's not a whole lot that's 
out there. So we're fast forward into the month of September after she was murdered. But Barbara's co-worker, Michael N. Thornton, was arrested and charged with her murder after bloodstains were found on his pants. And his mom basically lied about his alibi. And did you catch his last name? Thornton? Another similarity. But when that case went to trial, Thornton was acquitted. Even the prosecuting barrister admitted that the only evidence against Thornton was circumstantial. And after hearing that there was no evidence to link him to the murder, the judge instructed the jury to return a not guilty verdict, so he was acquitted. See how there are so many similarities in this case? Well, there would be no second trial in this case, however. And like the Mary Ashford case, this case went stone cold. Listen, I'm not going to tell you about a product unless it's something I love and I use it on a daily basis. And what I'm about to tell you about is one of those. Over the years, I've packed on quite a few pounds from having babies, stress, eating for comfort, and now as a 51-year-old woman, hormones are not on my side at all. Now, I had been seeing people on social media talking about Obvi. They were talking about how much weight they've lost and how they feel so much better. They had nothing but good things to say about it. Of course, I was skeptical, but you know what? I gave in and I gave it a try. And boy, am I glad that I did. Over the past five weeks since I started using it, I've lost 22 pounds. I haven't tried every single product that they have, but I have to say my favorite is the Collagenic Burn. Two capsules at breakfast, another two at lunch, and I have energy for the entire day. And it's not that jittery energy and there's no crash when it's done doing its magic. And you know, you experience that with a lot of products out there. Plus, my hair and nails are growing like crazy and my achy joints feel better each day. Your results may not be exactly the same as mine, but I encourage you to give it a try. Now, all you have to do is click the link in the episode description for my Avi, and then you can save 15% by using the promo code MYSTERYM. Now, let's talk a bit more about all those similarities, shall we? Both Mary Ashford and Barbara Forrest had spent the evening before their murders dancing on the holiday that is called Whit Monday. Whit Monday is also known as Pentecost Monday, and it's a Christian holiday. And it falls on the day after Pentecost Sunday, and that commemorates when the Holy Spirit descended on the disciples of Jesus. Mary had spent the evening dancing at Tyburn House, and Barbara had spent the evening dancing at several pubs in the area. And let's talk about the area. It's the same area. I did read that where the two women's bodies had been found where they were just yards from each other. And that field that Mary had been found in in that pit that was filled with water is now what is known as Pipe Hayes Park. The two women were the same age at the times of their deaths. Both were 20 years old. And get this, they share the same birthday which is December the 31st. So I guess, you know, that was like the strangest similarity to me because that's also my birthday and it kind of creeps me out just a little bit. But anyway, 
Now, both women had been sexually assaulted and strangled. And I can understand in Mary's case that the DNA can't be compared, but what about in Barbara's? Back in 2012, Barbara's family pushed for that case to be reopened and the DNA be checked because of the advances in forensics. But they never really got anywhere with that because to this day it remains unsolved. So I'm thinking that maybe the DNA that had been collected during the initial investigation probably has been lost somewhere along the way. And with Barbara's family, and particularly her sister, pushing for a reopening of the case, this is yet another similarity in the cases. Because if you'll recall, when I talked about this case last week, it was Mary Ashford's brother who had pursued the case and got the second trial against Abraham Thornton. And this is a similarity that I haven't mentioned until now because just for reasons I haven't. But anyway, before their murders, both women had had premonitions that something bad was about to happen to them. Mary Ashford had told Hannah Cox's mom, and you might recall that Hannah Cox was, I guess, her best friend. But she told Hannah's mom that she had, quote, bad feelings about the week to come, end quote. And then Barbara Forrest had told a co-worker just 10 days before her murder, quote, this is not, this is going, sorry, let me start that quote all over again because I can't speak English today. This is what Barbara said. This is going to be my unlucky month. I just know it. Don't ask me why, end quote. So are all these similarities just coincidence or is there something more going on? Maybe the two women are connected through an unknown force. Or perhaps it's that phenomenon of quantum entanglement. Now, quantum entanglement is mostly a physics term. And it happens when there are no correlations. Or when there are correlations that can't be explained by science. And in my opinion, the correlations in the murders of these two women, 157 years apart, just can't be explained by science not yet anyway well y'all i know it was a short one tonight but that's all i've got for tonight's episode i'm gonna get some rest and get tuned back into the murdoch case in the morning or the trial in the morning now if there's any interesting developments in the trial you can bet i'll be back on tomorrow night with an update so stay tuned also, there's a brand new episode of What the Friday coming to you on Friday at 8 p.m. Y'all have a good night.